When we think back about the games that we loved and played as kids, there's nothing that quite hits the nostalgia button like the music. Even just hearing the music without seeing the game, it, it hits us so hard, it hits us in the feels. And so, today we're going to be talking about our top 10 most nostalgic video game songs in episode number 49 of the Potion Poppers podcast. Let's get it! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Potion Poppers podcast. Take four or five or six. I don't know what take we're on, but we've been doing <laughs> this freaking... We've been recording and re-recording and re-recording. It's been you a know, disaster. The listeners who, who've noticed in the last several weeks we haven't had consistent uploads, they're probably thinking that we've been inconsistent. <laughs> but reality, we've just been re-recording every time because we can't get this right because <laughs> we suck because i suck at this <laughs> i'm trying to get this thing to work and it's it's crazy because for this episode specifically we need obs to do something that is it's so simple it seems like it should be a very simple basic fundamental option and it is not and i can't find anything I can't find anything anywhere about how to do this, but it, but I know people do it because I, I watch videos. <laughs> I watch YouTube videos. <laughs> I watch interviews. I know people do it, but I don't know how they do it. No one's telling us how to do it, but that's okay. We've had some technical issues. We're back. As you can tell, Will is back. Mr. McWilliam, back from Japan land. Um, yes, sir. And so, uh, yeah, we're glad to have you back, dude. Japan land. I Japan like that. land, you know. <laughs> What's that place called again? <laughs> Did, did you know that Japan is like, well, do you know how they got its name? No. Because in Japan, they're known as Nihon, right? Hmm. So I was always like, why do we call it Japan when it's called Nihon? Well, that's because the same kanji in Chinese is read as Jipangu. So hmm. the Chinese called Japan Jipangu, and then Americans heard Chinese talking about Japan, and they're like, oh, Japan. That's definitely what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is so weird. Nihongu. I I didn't even know that that's what, Nihon, not Nihon, Nihongu. not Nihongu. I don't know. Where I, I don't know where the goo came from. But Nihon. I wonder. I yeah. I didn't even know that that's what they called their own country. I had no yeah, idea. Uh, Nihon. Japan's it's, it's better. It's so funny how different <laughs> languages like have their own names because we do that with a lot of stuff. Like right, like like Germany is Deutschland and. Yep. Um, and then there's another, I forget which language it was. It was some kind of European language. My dad told me about it, so I don't remember what it was. But he was saying like one language word for this other country, it translates to people with no language because <laughs> this one European country couldn't understand the language of this other country. So they just called them the people with no language. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. The people with no language. No. So tell us about it, man. You, so you went to Japan. This was your honeymoon, a little belated honeymoon for you guys. But tell me about it. I bet it was nice to get away from all that snow you were having. Yeah, I'm actually disappointed because uh, I'm, I've got a bit of an adventurous spirit. So I love things like ice storms and things because they're exciting and it's a challenge, you know. So, yeah, we left in the middle of the ice storm. Uh, I wish I could have been here for multiple reasons because also um, 
uh, I take care of my dad and he, uh, he was mm. stuck here in the ice stone storm. It was zero degree weather and our power went out for like three days. <laughs> so, it was a cold house, but, um, but yeah, Japan was fun. There was uh, we did so much stuff that it's one of the things where like, I can't hardly tell you what I did because there was mm -hmm. so much stuff that I can't think of a thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've got some family in Japan. So I was able to see them for the first time in like a decade. So um, that was nice to see them. Um, got to go to all the big spots like Akihabara and Shibuya. And I don't know, whatever else is the big place to go to. <laughs> Saw some temples and some th things. <laughs> Saw some things. <laughs> very, went good. very good. <laughs> We went to Team Labs, uh, Team Lab Planets. Um, Got it. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, YouTubers all like every YouTuber that goes to Japan, they're like, you got to go to Team Lab Planets. And it's one of those things where I'm thinking it's more of like a tourist trap because, like, you ask mm. Japanese people about, they're like, what's that? Like, it's not actually a thing. So oh. I think it's so funny how there's things that Japan think is Japan and then there's things that foreigners think is Japan, you know? Um, but Team Labs was basically a, um, I don't know what to call it, interactive digital art museum. Um, so each art piece is like an entire room. So, oh, okay. I think I've heard of that before. I'm familiar with that idea. I've, yeah. I've seen pictures and stuff. But so I like there really... was one where it was like this supposed to be this like alien garden and it had all these flowers growing from the ceiling and they were set up to like sensors. So when you walked underneath them, they automatically went up so that you could walk underneath them. Um, so the plants like automatically moved. That's um, cool. There was another room that was like a giant dome with uh, like flowers falling and it's like 360 degree view. Like it's on the floor and everything too. So it's everywhere and it's rotating. So it feels like a little bit of vertigo because like the whole world's just like spinning. Um, but it was really cool. So people would just like lie down in that room and just stare at the ceiling for hours. Um, but my favorite exhibit there was there was a room that was filled with water, like ankle deep water that you walk barefoot into. And there was projectors overhead projecting these like um rainbow koi fish with like lights and sparkles and all kinds mm. of stuff so it looked like this koi fish was like swimming all over the water and the water was warm so it was really relaxing and um yeah it was uh it was an interesting thing that sounds fun man yep japan is definitely on my list of places to go and my list of places to go is really short because i don't like traveling so <laughs> i just i'm like i like to be home I like staycationing, you know, Colorado is, is a touristy place anyways. There's a ton to see and do here, but Japan is definitely on that list. So that's super cool, man. I'm glad you guys had a good time, but you For missed sure. out on a ton, my guy. You missed out on a, oh, well, yeah, okay. true. you missed out on so much while you were gone in, in gaming in general. Like it's it, just been, it's been nuts. Tell me about it, pal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't call me a pal. I might enslave you for that. <laughs> what happened in the world while I was not here, pal? Tell me. <laughs> oh. No, yeah. So, like, because you you missed you missed Pal World's launch, which just that came out of nowhere. Like when we did our like list of like it, the year in review and stuff like that, we talked about like upcoming games for the next yeah. year, the stuff we were most excited it's about. I didn't even know about Pal World. I didn't even know what it was. Never heard of it. And then I saw. Uh, Asmongold play a little bit of it. I'm like, this actually looks like a lot of fun. And then I played it and I did an episode on it. And oh my gosh, that game is so fun. So fun. And it was, of course, it's wrapped in controversy. Freaking stupid 
online trolls and gamers like get a life like it, it turns out that all this all the stuff about like okay like there were i don't know did did you, are you caught up on this stuff do you know what all the controversy was with pal world well, and, i know there were people thinking that it stole assets from pokemon or something yeah and that wasn't true like at all it was yeah. actually fabricated like how stupid and like you have to have literally no life to yeah. make up and to actually take Pokemon assets and the Power World assets and modify them so you can create a video claiming that they stole assets when, like, what goes through a person's head to do that? Because the same thing with the AI um, accusations. They're completely baseless. Some guy just made it up, came back later, and he confessed, yeah, I, I, I just made that up. There's, there's no evidence of that. And then with the, the models, the meshes, like the guy again confessed, he's like, yeah, they don't actually match up. And other people verified that they don't actually match up if you take the originals. And he modified mm -hmm. the 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 actual fig the 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 3D objects so that they would match up. Like, why would people do that? <laughs> it's so dumb. And I don't understand like the whole and then there's the the Pokemon community who's claiming, you know, copyright infringement and all that stuff. I'm like yeah i think that's stupid like you don't dumb. own the concept of fighting and capturing monsters you know well, even the that. even the concept of a mouse that's electrical you can't own yeah. an electrical mouse even if it's similar yeah. like the like spark it is the name of the electrical mouse kind of creature and yeah obviously obviously there are similarities between pikachu and that one and some of the similarities between certain pokemon and pals is like blatantly obvious but it's not i think copyright. it's so funny that there's it's that one that's like, that's like a meowth with a jiggly puff head that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean that's the thing though is like if you had a cartoon mouse it's like saying you can't have a cartoon mouse because mickey mouse exists you yeah. know what i mean like you you can't own that concept um and even right. if they look gonna get similar, sued for copying disney exactly even if they look <laughs> similar as long as they're not identical and as long as they don't have the same name, like if they were naming the pals the same and they looked mm -hmm. identical, like then then they could do something about that. But there's a reason Pokemon hasn't sued. Uh, uh, what's the name? What's the name of the company that came out with Pal World? I don't know. I don't remember the, their name. But anyways, but the reason that Pokemon, that Game Freaks and Nintendo hasn't done anything is because they don't have a case. It's yeah. not illegal. It's not copyright infringement. Just because it, you know, obviously draws inspiration heavily doesn't mean anything. But and there's it's also a, a bunch of other game. games that do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Pokemon did that to other people, too. Pokemon did that to Dragon Quest. Like, it, it never ends. And that's why, you, that's why you can't sue someone for that. Because if you do yeah. that and the courts are like, yeah, this is copyright infringement, then it opens up the entire Pokemon would get sued. Like everyone right. would get sued oh, because you, there's you so many do similarities. Hairstyles in your game now, Pokemon, huh? Well, that was originated in this game back in 1996. Exactly, and that's the know. thing is, Power Word is so significantly different from Pokemon yeah. that they're not even the same game. Like it's not even close. The it's only like, similarity <clears throat> is the pals are similar to Pokemon, and you capture them in balls. That's where the similarity basically ends. You know, I feel like it's like trying to sue Fortnite for being like, oh, you're just copying PUBG. Exactly. You're a battle like, royale. Well, What's yes, this? <laughs> but you're a different game. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But anyways, yeah, that was a big deal. I, they they were over 20 million copies sold. Uh, number two in the all-time concurrent player record just behind. I, is it PUBG or Counter-Strike? That's the highest. I think PUBG is the I highest. One of the two is the highest. I don't remember. 
but you know it's number two now on steam and if you include um like game pass and stuff like that it's even more concurrent players but it's just it's insane dude surprise hit have you played it yet i have not do you have game pass no i don't know what that is just buy it on steam it's 30 <laughs> bucks bro it's 30 bucks it's not it's it's in early access so it's not even like the full price of a regular game you know and it's so good it's so good. It it is. There are some bugs, but it's not like game breaking bugs. They're weird things. Like the pals will stand on trees when you load into the game. Just in your base, like sometimes they'll just be on top of buildings, or they'll get stuck and they'll be like mining a resource from like fifty feet away. You know, so it's just weird little things like that. But nothing that's game breaking or or uh, annoying to that point. So I love it. Such a good game. Such a good game. But I guess. That's yeah, you, that's the biggest thing you missed. You missed the biggest launch of the year. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm not missing out. <laughs> you are, dude. It was it's so good, but you'll get caught up. Yeah, as, sure. as a person that only plays a couple games a year, I probably wouldn't have gone it anyway. <laughs> well, I you really need to get this one. Trust me. Okay. You need to get it. So, anyways, uh I guess that segues kind of into our first little segment of uh, of the day, which is what we call what's poppin' playa? So, Will, obviously you haven't been popping any PAL world, but what have you been playing since you got back? Well, I got my own idea for making this video game called uh, Poppermons. Um, mm. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I like it. It's like it's like a potion. The potions like form into these creatures, and you you know, mm -hmm. so you so never it's kind know like which Pokemon, one you're going to get. It's like a loot instead box. Instead of like Pokeballs, you have like super potions and other potions and and every single poppermon has a face of will or chris <laughs> <laughs> that's horrifying <laughs> jk jk um oh, what, what i've been popping um so um i had like a 10 hour trip you know to japan right so i was mm -hmm. like i need to play games on the plane yep so uh my wife has a steam deck that she never uses so i kindly asked her if i could borrow that for the uh the trip so mm -hmm. um she said that i could i downloaded a bunch of games on it but the steam decks only got like a two-hour battery life you know so i wanted to buy an external battery to keep it charged up and uh so for airplanes you're not allowed to take a charger onto an airplane if it's more than i think 30 i think it's like it's a weird number. I think it's like 28,000 or so. I don't know. Anyways, so I found this uh, external charger from Anchor that was specifically designed to be like 100, you know, amps below the requirement for airplanes. So hmm. um, I think it was like a 27,000. What's the thing? MHA battery. Yeah, milliamp hour. Um, milliamp hour. Um, yeah, so that's enough to charge a cell phone like five times. Um, Steam Deck too. I could charge like a Steam Deck like five times, which mm -hmm. I ended up not doing that. I only charged it like once on each <laughs> trip because I played two hours, charged it up, played two more hours, but then between them bringing food and watching movies and stuff like that too, um, I didn't actually play the Steam Deck as much as I wanted. But even so, I got a good four hours in on Resident Evil 4 Remake both ways. Uh, so I got quite a bit into that and I'm having a lot of fun with RE4. Um, I haven't beaten it yet, and as, just like a true gamer, I'm playing it on the hardest difficulty that it allowed me to. Um, so it's it's difficult, but it's fun. And I'm not sure if they unlock another difficulty once beating it or not, but I'm curious to see that. Um, but there's achievements for beating it with only a knife and a pistol. 
So mm. once I beat the game, I'm going to go back and, and do that and beat it only with a knife and a pistol because that's mostly what I use anyways. Like I use a sniper once in a while or I'll use the SMG just to get rid of the ammo. But I like playing those kind of games with a pistol because, you know, I want to test my my accuracy and my skill rather than using like a spray gun that just shoots in every direction there's no skill with that you know um and like yeah i guess i could use like a sniper and kill him faster but you know it's a real test of your skill if you could take him down with a basic pistol so um i just unlocked uh armor from the merchant too and i'm like Psh, i'm not buying armor i'm testing my skill on this good players don't need armor if you get hit that was your fault um because i like hard games as you know so I kind of adaptively make my own difficulty. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way too, though. Like it's, it's something about like the basic single shot weapons, you know what I yeah. mean? Cause they go for headshots. Yeah. It's hard to go for headshots when you got an SMG, especially. And then the other thing is ammo. Cause it's, it's like an efficiency thing, right? Like mm -hmm. with an SMG, I feel like I'm wasting so much ammo by not getting headshots, <laughs> you know, just pumping uh, yeah, bullets into their right. body. And it's like, I'm just wasting ammo. And this ammo isn't super, super common either. So it's like handgun right. ammo, ammo is the most common ammo yeah. and you can be the most efficient with it. If you're accurate. I just got a, uh, automatic, um, rifle and rifle ammo is so rare i've never had more than like eight shots in my rifle ever and i'm like yep. bro i don't want an automatic rifle i'm gonna spray through my eight ammo in like half a second and then mm -hmm. never find ammo again exactly so. <laughs> that's the thing is like and there's that balance right like with with video games where you get the items and you know they're scarce so you just never use them through the entire yeah. game because you're like i might need this later i might need this later and then it just sits in your inventory and but then you beat the game you're like oh yeah I still had like 15 Magnum ammo in my in my uh, inventory. So, but what's really nice is they have that like inventory mini game where you have not very much inventory. So mm -hmm. it kind of has the opposite effect. Sometimes I I purposely use my SMG ammo because I need a clear space, you know. So like, yeah. all right, I'll use my SMG in this area because I need to be able to pick up some more stuff. Fair enough. Uh, and I mean, I, I think it's stuff. it's easier to manage that kind of stuff if you've played it before. It's like when you're playing a new game and you don't know when like a big boss is coming up or something like that. And it's like, I'm saving the powerful stuff. And then a boss comes up and I'm like, is this boss actually going to be difficult? And then it's like, okay, if I can beat the boss without using the, the special stuff, special yeah. items and things, then it didn't need it to begin with. So Dude, the, the Magnum ammo seems pretty rare. Like, I don't think I've had more than rare. three Magnum shots so far in this game. <laughs> yeah, it's super rare, but it's also really, really powerful. So just yeah. one of those things but i think Does... you can craft them now too so i haven't i haven't even been crafting ammo you know i've been kind of uh adjusting my own difficulty by not crafting ammo <laughs> right so um, with with the original re4 couldn't you unlock like uh special like cheat mode stuff like after you beat it you like oh, like, the rocket get, like unlimited ammo or yeah 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 That's stuff right. like that is that how it is in the new one too i think so I haven't unlocked okay. the unlimited rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is I don't really like cheats. And we've talked about this before, but when I cheat, it's for yeah. quality of life stuff. Like on Pal World, I'll, if I'm playing like a single player mode, I will use Wii Mod to double my movement speed because walking around is just annoying and it takes yeah. forever. And I'm just like, it just it's it's just a little too slow for me, even when you sprint. So I'll double my movement speed and that's it, you know? It's it, so yeah, stuff like that. But like infinite ammo, I hate stuff that's like game breaking. Like you right. said, if there's no challenge, then that's it sucks. It's just no not challenge, fun. No game. It's not satisfying. 
like I can see how it'd be fun running around with a rocket launcher and blowing everybody up, but that's like fun for one like one hour. That's fun for like, like a ten okay. year old. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like if you're not good at the game, then things that break the game and make it super easy make it more fun because there's a difference between challenging but fair. Like it's it, it's yeah. like there's that golden zone for people, right? Where it's like difficult but manageable. And when you're young, you know, a, a little kid, it's 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 not very manageable, you know, though, especially on higher difficulties and stuff like that. So a lot of times kids just like to cheat and and break games because it's more about, oh, look at all this cool stuff I can do. It's limitless, which is why yeah. it's also why I think kids love sandbox games so much more um, where there's like not a lot of objectives or anything like that mm. or uh, like 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 creative mode in Minecraft. Mostly from what I've seen, little kids like the creative mode because they can't yeah. die. They can't lose. They have unlimited access to everything, you know, but, but building f stuff is fun, too. Like it I've is fun. I mean, if you're just using it almost like painting, right, if you're creating right, yeah. stuff and you you don't want to be you don't want to go out and mine a bunch of crap just to build your building, that's fine. But like if you're actually playing the game, like I feel like older people enjoy the actual survival elements of those kinds of yeah. games more than kids do because they don't kids i think it's a skill gap right where it's like they don't yeah they they, they don't appreciate the challenge of it like uh, like adults do or older kids yeah. do so anyways but that's cool man resident evil 4 is that kind of the only thing you've played yes there you go <laughs> <laughs> i've been playing quite a bit of it though there you go well, for me, I've been playing a ton of just different stuff. So, Pal World, obviously, I played that a little bit more, and I've talked about this. I've, I've, you know, in previous episodes without you, I talked about Pal World, but I did. Pl I've played a little more Pal World. Um, I've, pl I played a little more Last Epoch, so I've been playing that. Um, I, I thought about doing Diablo Four since they have a, a new season out, and I just watched some videos. I'm like, it's just, it's. It still sucks. Like, it still sucks. Okay, Diablo 4 doesn't suck, but it's still not good. I'll just say that. It's st I'm, I'm still, I just not interested. Not interested um, because, again, I harp on this all the time. I want to play the campaign. They created this whole campaign, and I can't do the new season mechanics until after the campaign is complete. So when you start a new character, you have to skip the campaign and then just play this watered-down, garbage version of the game just to have the new mechanic, which is like why that doesn't make any sense like Sounds i don't like you need to find some cheats <laughs> cheats wouldn't that wouldn't help the situation um but so i didn't play diablo 4 but i thought about it and i i've i watched some videos i'm like yeah no and what okay one of the things that doesn't make sense to me is it's now season four in diablo 4 and they still haven't implemented the vast majority of what people are asking for, like as far as changes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee that they're saving it all for their freaking expansion pack. When mm. the expansion pack comes out, they're going to include all the changes that everyone's asking for to you encourage people to it buy it. Responded. And then they're going to charge like 70 bucks for the expansion. I, I guarantee they're going to charge the full price of the game for the expansion pack. <laughs> New expansion now without glitches. Now, yeah, now without glitches. Now with all the stuff you guys have been asking for, but now you have to pay again 
The full price, I guarantee it's going to be 70 bucks. I don't know if it is or not. Like I haven't read anything, but my gut is like, it's going to be like 75 bucks, Dude, 70 has bucks there anybody for sold, the stupid like, DLC expansion for like patches. Like you can buy the base game with glitches or you can buy the DLC that has no glitches. Well, the new, uh, Yakuza game, uh, like a dragon. Is that what it is? Anyways, the new know. Yakuza game has new game plus, uh, locked. You can't play it unless you buy like the definitive oh, no. edition or whatever the full. So uh, the new game plus is a DLC. It's a, it's extra money. It's like an extra 20 bucks. So stupid. That's a basic video game mechanic. It's not a mechanic, but you know what I mean? A feature. It's a basic video game feature. New game plus is just what happens after you beat the game. Yeah. And now you have to pay a freaking 20 bucks to unlock well, you have to it. Well, all the new assets for the second playthrough. True. You know, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Got to download those assets. It took them a long time to create those, that second layer of assets for New Game yeah, Plus. Yeah, because for New Game Plus, you got to make the whole game again. Twice? <laughs> it's a bargain to get New Game Plus for $20. That's a, a bargain. <laughs> You're getting double the game. Exactly. Double the game. What do you mean? Why are you upset sure about this? That thinks that way. <laughs> it's so dumb. Anyone who defends that is a freaking stupid fanboy. Unacceptable. By this DLC, you can play the game twice. Yeah. Stop defending companies. Stop defending products. Uh... Just judge things based on the merit and the quality of what they are. And if you love something, you should be willing to to knock it down and criticize it when it's not performing. You know, when they do stupid stuff. Tough love. You know? the, 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 the reason people get so upset about things is people that really care and are honest about it. You know what I mean? Not just fanboys. Oh, and then Xbox. Did you hear about Xbox? No. Uh, guys, this is just evidence that Will doesn't even listen to our podcast. So I did an episode Correct. about Xbox. The last episode <laughs> is about this Xbox thing. So, um, but why, why would I listen to it? I was here. <laughs> <laughs> liar. Liar. Uh, okay. Um, so again, I'm getting way off topic because this is supposed to be like what I've been popping, but uh, Xbox is uh, bringing some of their Xbox exclusive games to PlayStation. Oh, wow. That's like if Nintendo gave Mario to Microsoft. Is it a one-sided choice or is it like a deal where we're like, hey, Sony, give us Spider-Man and we'll give you some stuff? One way. Wow. Yeah. And well, they, they are, so they're doing... They, you can play them on the Rush now too. Yep, the Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, Halo is probably going to go over, as well as, um, gosh, what was the other one? Gears of War, I think, was the other one that they were talking about. Um, I'm not sure if that's confirmed, but it is confirmed that they are uh, beginning to, or they will be introducing uh, Xbox-exclusive games to PlayStation. That's cool. It's It's interesting because... Um, and they, I think last week they actually had an announcement. I don't, I didn't watch it. Um, so I don't know the details, but there was supposed to be some kind of announcement about the future direction of Microsoft Xbox. Um, and the suspicion was that this might be the last Xbox console that we see. Microsoft might transition before. straight to software, but they're giving their exclusives. Their Xbox exclusives are, are, are being given to PlayStation. Some of them. So it's like, well... We'll see. We'll see. This may or may not be the last Xbox we see, or next Xbox might be the last one. I don't know. But if Are we do... Are you saying that because they're going to do a different console, or... 
or they just because i remember when the xbox one came out so many like media outlets were saying like oh this is going to be the last ever xbox because you know we've reached the the peak of graphics and you'll never need something stronger than this which as soon as they said that i'm like that is bs (laughs) it's the stupidest thing but this is microsoft (laughs) selling their or you know selling their 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 exclusive ips to Mm -hmm. sony it's a license it's soft you know it's 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 that has never been done except for sega after they closed Wait, are you saying they're selling the IPs or they're selling games? The games, but they're not exclusive anymore. They're moving okay. away from exclusives, well, I, which I is the entire that's... reason to have an Xbox, right? You have an Xbox and a Nintendo and a PlayStation. You choose one of the three specifically because you like either the console better or whatever, mm-hmm. or the exclusives. That's the main defining fa- factor between them is PlayStation exclusives versus Xbox exclusives versus Nintendo. The reason you get Nintendo a switch is to play Nintendo IPs, you know? So well, I think that's the right thing to do. You know, I, like, think I don't think you should be, you know, gatekeeping games. Um, so ever, ever since they had like, I don't remember when it started, I guess it's sold as games, I guess. But as a kid, like I always hated that. I'm like, why do I need multiple systems? Like, I just want one system that plays everything. Like yep. the hardware is capable of doing so. And, probably part of the reason why i went to pc because almost everything's on pc anyways mm-hmm. um even playstation exclusives coming to pc yeah yeah now they are Eventually. so like when when play playstation announced they were bringing the spider-man games to pc i was so stoked i'm like oh there's hope after all you yep. know spider-man like, final fantasy um horizon zero dawn those were, but they're all coming like a year a year and a half mm-hmm. after launch well, spider-man took like five years to come out yeah maybe more i don't know yeah but but I don't think it hurts the, the main company. You know, if you're releasing a game that's five years old to your competitor, it's like, dude, everyone who's wants the game on your console has bought it already, you yep. know? So th- you have nothing to lose really. And then a lot to gain from these people who've been waiting five years to play your game. Yeah. So, but PC ports a lot of times are just sloppy garbage, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. But so, at least they come out now. Like, true. I don't know if you remember that there was a time where like, the PC release of the game was always like six months to a year after the console release. And I thought that was so dumb. So at least now they come out on the PC at the same time, usually. Yeah. Well, Microsoft obviously does that because it's windows, you know, Microsoft windows. So at least they sell them on steam. Now you used to have to use like Microsoft games or whatever to Mm -hmm. play. Like uh, that that was dumb. Yeah. (laughs) But it is what it is. Power World's on Game Pass if you want to play it as part of your, you know, Game Pass subscription for 13 bucks a month, which is awesome. Such a freaking is good that deal. Is that Steam thing? Uh, it's on Steam and Game Pass, Microsoft Game Pass. No, game, oh, okay, so that's like Xbox yeah. thing. And you can download it. You can, I mean, it's on PC. You know, you can get it through the Game Pass app on okay. PC, um, which is how I do all of my Xbox Game Pass games. It's on my PC most of the time. So did that, been playing that uh, with my girlfriend. She loves it too. Um, last epoch and then overwatch the new season is out which is very interesting so if we have any overwatch fans who listen um i am very tossed up between this because they changed the projectile sizes so the bullet sizes so some of them is is like ridiculous like you can literally be like half an inch to an inch off of the character and still hit them because of the projectile size um so you hmm land way more shots well not way more but you land more shots than normal but everyone has more health so the characters aren't dying as fast as they used to be which is a good thing because it feels like you can actually 
do mm. something, if that makes sense. And they've introduced some nerfs and buffs to different characters, um, different changes to like the DPS now has a passive that uh, if you damage a character, healing done to them is decreased by 20% for two seconds. So if you're shooting a tank and they've got like a pocket mercy, a healer who's just sitting there healing and healing and healing them, you can actually take down the tank eventually instead of just damaging and having the tank like freaking immediately healed like that was the annoying thing last like in the previous seasons is like the tank would be down to like almost dead and then out of nowhere just this huge burst of healing would be back to like freaking full health in half a second and it's, it's just annoying so that uh passive on the dps is actually really nice um even though there's more health for the characters um but i don't know it's weird it's really weird um like because i play Widowmaker a lot i don't play her as much anymore um because everyone's got more health but they didn't buff her damage at all so because of that i have the only way to kill a character in one shot is to have a full charge on your on your sniper rifle because with Widowmaker, you pull up and it charges goes and it goes clink and it has a full charge you used to be able to charge to like 90 percent and get a headshot and kill so you could shoot more often but now you have to wait for a full charge and because they previously did a nerf on her range you have to be closer and get a and you ah, know we have to be closer with a full charge because in the past if you were a little farther away and the damage fall off was in effect but you had a full charge that difference between the 10 percent to 100 percent charge that damage difference was enough to still get a kill a little bit farther away and so now i'm like finding that I'm so used to playing on the like the edge of that of that um mm. that distance to where I'm getting headshots and still getting kills. Now at that range, I'm getting headshots and they're like left with a sliver a sliver of life, so I don't get the don't get the kill. It's just annoying, um, and it doesn't feel good. Uh, so it's especially annoying when you're used to a character, you yeah. know, and then you have to get reacclimated to it. Yeah, so you got to be closer. I just don't play her as much, um, but other characters benefited a lot. There's been a lot of hubbub about it. A lot of people unhappy with the size of the the hitboxes now. But overall, I think it's a W. It's it is more fun. I'm enjoying it a lot more than I have in the past uh, because you don't die super super fast, um, and you feel like you're more impactful. Uh, so, anyways, been playing some Overwatch, and then the last thing is last night uh, I played some Fortnite <laughs> with my kids. Nice. And then a friend of mine uh, up in Idaho who reached out to me, a friend from high school. I haven't talked to in forever. Uh, she was like, hey, do you play Fortnite? I was like, nope. Uh, but she convinced <laughs> me to download it. So played with my kids, played with her. Uh, we're probably going to have like our kids play together and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. The new, the, the new Fortnite like Lego survival thing, as I was playing that, I was like, this needs to be like a real game, like a separate game. This is what Lego needs to be. Is it needs to be a survival <laughs> world game where you pick up Legos, yeah. you build your buildings, <laughs> And you craft things like it needs that it like it just makes so much sense. I don't know why they never did it before, but that one's also good too. So that's what I've been popping. Uh, I've been playing a number of different games, a little bit of each of them. So, you know, it is what it is. So let's nice. move on. Let's get into our topic because this is this is probably going to take a while. Uh, and I don't have a while to take on it because of all the freaking <laughs> time we spent trying to fix this thing uh, this morning. But um basically what we're doing today guys is we are sharing our top 10 
most nostalgic video game theme songs. Not necessarily theme songs, but music. And it's not like the best theme songs. It's the most nostalgic to us. So the ones that make us go, oh, this, like, it, it just hits you in that right spot. It gives you the feels. It gives you the feels. So anyways, we're going to go through. Um, I've got some honorable mentions to start off with. Will, I know you've got a few as well. Uh, so um, why don't you start us off first? You can um, go ahead and uh, share with us what your honorable mentions are. And then give us your number 10. We're going to count down from number 10 to number one for both of us. So. All right. Well, if you were listening when we were talking earlier, I said I made a section for honorable mentions and put nothing under it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember that. <laughs> but I do have one. I do have one. Um, so uh, the original Donkey Kong uh, ah. from uh, for the, the Game Boy. I, I think I've talked about this before, but like when I was a kid, I really wanted to play Donkey Kong Country. So mm -hmm, I asked mm -hmm. for it for my birthday, but instead I got Donkey Kong for the Game Boy where you play as Mario. Um, and I was looking at some of the songs because like that game is so nostalgic to me. But like actually listening to, listening to the songs, I'm like, they're not actually that nostalgic. So mm. the game was nostalgic for me, but the music actually didn't stand <laughs> out as much as I thought it did. Um, but it was still kind of cool. Um, the thing I remember the most is the uh, whenever you do a, a the boss fight with uh, Donkey Kong, it's like bum ba dum bum dun dun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, I didn't actually pull up an audio clip for for it because it was under my honorable mention, so I don't have that to share. But um, <laughs> but like I was a kid, right? So when you're a kid, you just like make up dumb stuff. And this is not the first, this is not the last time I'm gonna mention lyrics that I made up to my to, to a song that <laughs> for a video game. <laughs> but um, you know the Donkey Kong, he was like the big bad, right? The big bad guy, right? Right. So whenever right. I played that sound in my head or even out loud, because I was like five or something i don't know uh -huh. um i'd be like it's the big bad wolfie <laughs> jeez kids oh uh, so yeah that's kind of an embarrassing memory but you know it's uh oh dude whenever i hear it i still hear that in my head <laughs> jeez if this wasn't a gaming podcast i have so many like embarrassing childhood memories it's just ridiculous you look back you're like oh my gosh like i'm so stupid why did i right. do that <laughs> you know <laughs> anyways uh, all right cool so your your honorable mention is donkey kong yes all right well i have a number so let me go through my honorable mentions and then i'll throw it over to you for your number 10 okay so okay I also and i do have mine. some audio i've got some music we will be playing these and this is the thing that we've been trying to get to work is to record our video call through obs and get the sound and make it so will can hear it and i he will can hear mine i can hear his and OBS picks it up. And for some reason, there's no easy way of doing that. But we figured out a convoluted, stupid way of doing it. But it works. <laughs> it works. So there might convoluted be some technical difficulties as we go. Convoluted and stupid people. Exactly. <laughs> like me. Um, so anyways, starting. I'm, okay. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count down my honorable mentions. Okay. Let me make sure that I've got it queued up correctly here. Okay. Yes. Yes. Let me make sure. Okay. 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 Hold the phone. Hold the phone. These are in the wrong order. Okay. I got it. Okay. So, uh, first honorable mention. Can you hear it? Yes. 
Oh, snap. Dude. Halo. The first Halo. This hits my feels so hard because we would play this all the time. All the time. Multiplayer. We did LAN parties. It was just so good. And the music is good. It's not just like, oh, it's nostalgic because I remember the theme song, but like, it's just such a good song in general. Dude. Anyways, so that's my did, first did you, honorable mention is Halo. Do you hear they're making a Halo like TV show? It sucks. <laughs> they're on season oh. two. Oh. Yeah, you should watch you should watch the Angry Joe <laughs> reviews <laughs> of it. They call him Master Cheeks because there's a scene where they show his butt. <laughs> I love so this funny. show better when it was called Red versus Blue. Oh man. Okay, okay, okay. So that that would be my first <laughs> honorable mention. Okay. Um now let me go ahead and bring up my second honorable mention because my second honorable mention is actually another really good one that I guarantee everybody knows this. Everybody knows this one. Okay. You ready? Yes. Another just freaking awesome theme song. Freaking Doom. The original Doom. This is my first introduction to a, an adult kind of game, <laughs> you know? Like, the, that, the, the game that you don't want your parents to know that you play because it's so violent. Uh, but the thing is, like, looking back, obviously, like, it's not actually all that violent. I mean, it's violent, but it's not, like, super gory. You know what I mean? Like, with the graphics mm. and stuff back then, like, compared to now, this is, like, super, super mild. But it was just one of those things, you know, being well, the Doom guy going nothing, around destroying the demons and stuff. We had nothing to compare the graphics to back then. So back then, this was considered to be realistic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, well, and it was super cool, too, right? Like, it was one of those things where everyone's, like, um, it, it, it's it, one of those, like, genre-defining, like, legendary games and we talked about how there's not a lot of those anymore but doom was definitely the first person shooter defining like legend legend of a game it's so yeah. good and man that that theme song just goes so freaking hard okay so was doom the first of those games like that came out before like wolfenstein and i don't uh, know i don't know the other one yeah i don't know because wolfenstein Oh, and Duke Nukem? Out, that was kind of like that, too. Duke Nukem came out after Doom. I want to say Wolfenstein came out after Doom, um, but I don't know for sure, so don't quote me on that. I don't know for sure. But Doom is definitely iconic. The music is iconic. Um, and it is a great... It slaps. It slaps so hard. Okay, next one. And this one is one that, again, <laughs> everyone will recognize. I don't know how long I can play this. Uh, because of copyright, uh, I know that these people might be very, 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 very uh, picky about that. But you should know exactly what it is already. So good. Dude, Mortal Kombat. So, <laughs> so <laughs> not not meaning to. So good, so good. Again, this is one of those uh, songs that everyone knows. 
so iconic, so good. Definitely uh, hits you in the feels, gets you hyped, gets you pumped. And I think I've found that that tends to be kind of a theme for me for all of these songs that are very nostalgic is they're good. They're just really good music by themselves. So anyways, Mortal Kombat's another one of my, uh, uh, another one of my honorable mentions. And I've just got a couple more like, and that's the thing is there's so many honorable mentions because there's so much good songs so, so much, much so much good. good yeah so much good there's just so much good um okay and then the so next good. one um man okay i've got three more honorable mentions so we'll we'll blast through these and the reason i'm showing you these is just to kind of set the bar so you understand how difficult it was to find like to narrow it down to my top 10 so the next one the legend of zelda link's awakening or i'm sorry a link to the past super nintendo again like this should be in like the top five for most people, but for me it isn't because I played this game, but I didn't play it a ton, right? So yeah. that's why I it's in my honorable mentions. Everyone knows it. It's iconic. Everyone, it, it deserves a spot. It deserves to be mentioned, but it's not in my top 10. So yeah, we've got that one. I, I didn't play the game. So when I hear the music, I'm like, ah, oh, nice. The link level in Smash Brothers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that, that's because you, you do Smash, man. Smash Brothers is your jam. Okay, and then here's another one. You won't know this one, Will, but anyone who's anyone who played uh, this game... Okay, you're just going to recognize it immediately. <laughs> Mega Man 2. Like, this title screen music is... Mega Man is so good. The music in all Mega Man games has been so good. It is absolute fire. It slaps hard. And dude, this is, this is from like... The early 90s. Like this music, it's just so dang good. So good. So Mega Man 2, um, honorable mention for Mega Man 2. And then the last honorable mention before we get into the actual top 10. Um, and again, you guys are going to be like, how is this not in your top 10? I'm like, it, it, it's because it's been, it was really, really difficult. How is this not in my top 10? <laughs> you know, this is like my number number 11, the original Super Mario Bros. So anyways, there's like five or six honorable like mentions for, for you. What was that? I'm too young for this one. Dude, I, like this was my first gaming experience over at my grandparents' house. They had an NES and my uncle would play Mario and we would sit down on the little TV there and pass the controller around. But the original Mario yeah. Brothers, like, this is the iconic music. A lot of people so would have that as that, their number one. It's not my number one. It's an honorable course, mention. But it's... Of course I know the music because it's been, like, referenced everywhere to hell, you know? Exactly. But, like, my first system wasn't until, like, the Super Nintendo Genesis era, you know? So a lot of mm -hmm. those early games, I didn't really play that much of them. Yeah, and that's the thing. The point I'm trying to drive mm -hmm. home is it's not the most iconic music. It's the one that has the strongest nostalgic connection for us. So, anyways, those sure. are just some honorable mentions for me. I might have hit some of your nostalgic items in there. Will, I don't know if any of those are on your list, but um, let's get into our official top 10. Will, will you please kick us off with your yes. number 10 and share your yes, music yes. with us, please? So, you can tell how organized we are here at the Potion Poppers podcast, because not. as far as I'm aware, <laughs> I was not told to uh, rank them. So, oh, okay. I <laughs> I do not have them ranked in any order. Well, but that's I will how you do a top 10, Will. You do a top 10 in order. 
I, I don't even remember it being a top 10. I just remember you going like, hey, we're going to go over uh, nostalgic video game music. I'm like, all right, sweet. All right. So if I, you I want me list. to go first, I can give my number 10 and it'll give I you mean, a little I've more time stuff. to organize. They're just not, not numbered. Okay. Um, well, do it mentally. <laughs> all right. Um, I want to go over. Gosh, this is such this a train wreck. All right, this show is an absolute disaster. <laughs> this, thing, this sucks. We are no, so it's, bad it's called at this. Relatable. We're regular human beings. <laughs> the people relate to that because I'm sure all of our listeners have also had unorganized tendencies. You know why so. I listen to the Potion Poppers podcast? Because it sucks. Because they <laughs> suck at it. <laughs> They're so bad at it. That's why I listen. Because they suck. All right. Go ahead, man. Uh, the floor. Okay, okay, okay. Presenting belongs I want to, to you. Go to where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yep. This is how prepared we are. <laughs> we're so, we're so good at this. Experts, <laughs> experts in the fields of podcasting. No, but I think that's I. I honestly like. I know a lot of like podcast stuff would like kind of edit this and cut it out, but I like it. Like when I listen to a podcast, like I like hearing the banter life, and the man. and the like behind the scenes kind that's of the stuff. Funnest part. Yeah, because I'm more interested in like the people rather than the content. The content's good, obviously. Like you're there for the content, but the personalities, right? If you don't like listening to the people you're listening to, then why are you listening? Now it goes for you, person on the internet. What are you doing yeah. here? Go away. <laughs> if you don't like us, go away. All right, playing music. Oh dang. throws me back so Dude, hard. absolutely. So Super Smash Brothers Melee, that was uh, when I really started taking Smash seriously. Of course, I played the 64 one, but Melee had such a special place in my heart. So that's mm. just the, the the menu music. So that is uh, my, my number 10, sure, why not? Your number 10, sure, why not? <laughs> that's a good number 10. You know, I actually had Smash Brothers, like that, uh, I had Melee in my list. And I was just like, oh, I don't know. I had a long list, but ultimately it didn't make the cut. So I'm glad you did it because I definitely did not. So All right. And yeah, none of your honorable mentions were in mine either. So Oh, awesome. We're, we're just like syncing up pretty good here. So far, so good. And this is, oh, this takes me back because I played this for hours, hours and hours and hours. This was my first PC game that I just fell in love with. Oh. Anyone who plays Diablo just got chills. Anyone who played the original Diablo, I guarantee just got chills because Tristram, the music for Tristram in the original Diablo is so freaking iconic, like so well known. And for Diablo fans, this is like, it's, it's, oh, so good. So, so freaking good. But yeah, that's my number 10 is Diablo because when I was a kid, man, this is my first, when we had our first actual PC that could play games, I don't know how we ended up with this, but we got Diablo and I would play it for hours on end while also listening to Three Doors Down and Eve 6 <laughs> on Winamp. Winamp, bro. <laughs> you know? So, oh, so good. Amazing music, Diablo so good yeah if, i really enjoyed diablo but i only ever played it with like friends you know because like 
for me, gaming is largely like a social thing. So I would never play oh, it by yeah. myself. So the the music in that game never became nostalgic to me because I only played it a handful of time with others. But gosh, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the heck out of it, though. That's awesome. Yep. Diablo is fantastic. Love that game. And that's why I struggle with Diablo 4 so much is because Diablo and Diablo 2. So freaking amazing. And then they blew it with Diablo 3. And it's, you know, Diablo 4 was a good step back in the right direction, but still not, still not right. It's okay. But we're talking about awesome nostalgia right now. So Diablo, love it. That's my number 10. Nice. Oh, that means it's my turn? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You got to give me better cues. Slowly but surely, learning, learning. You can just take over the screen as soon as I hit, as soon as I stop my music. You just take over your screen and then, uh, you know, set up what you got to set up for your turn. But yeah. Sounds good. Whoa. Wait, is it going? Yep. There it is. So the original Fletcher theme is, it's one of the things where it's like, I don't necessarily love this song, but it's just so nostalgic to the mm-hmm. core. You know, it's another one of those ones that everybody just recognizes and it's uh it's a blast i did play a lot of tetris back in the day i had i had the uh i had it for my my game boy my mm-hmm. original game boy and um yeah and then as an adult it helps me a lot for like loading my car and stuff for vacations like you can just fit everything <laughs> in there the only difference is they don't disappear when you line them up which would be so nice because you know you need the space but yep <laughs> tetris that's a great that's a great one man i actually had that on my honorable mentions at first i was like well, I, I'm not going to do that one. I thought you might take it, but I'm glad I was right. <laughs> nice. so, we're, we're, we're pretty aligned so far. We all have to like place a bet if we're going to have any dupes or not. Exactly. I, I, oh, I guarantee it. 100% we have duplicates, dude. Okay, there is I'm gonna... 0% chance that we do not duplicate on a, a couple specific ones. Let's, but let's I guarantee that I have one in my top five that no one, is, it, no one will have in their top 10 or top 20 or even their top 50. Um, because I'm going to say nostalgia. my guess is we're going to have three duplicates. Okay. Sounds good, man. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. And I actually do have a couple that I'm going to play multiple songs, uh, from the specific game because it's just got like a plethora of good music. So anyways, um, what the heck? Sorry. Trying to take care of something while doing this and it's not not working out so um okay cool so my next one will is looking at it but you guys can't see it nice absolutely gold my so good so good so good so good so gold my i loved it like this was one of the games we played the most on the Nintendo 64, especially in multiplayer mode. I beat it all the way through. I unlocked every single cheat code that you can unlock. I did all of the achievements. I played the, I literally, this is the first game I ever 100%ed. It's probably the only game that I actually 100%ed. I got the, you know, I did everything you could. I believe there's a rating system. Like you have to do things with a certain amount of time and, and stuff like that. And I did it all. I did it all as a kid. So great memories multiplayer with my brother he claims he never played odd job but that cheating liar <laughs> he played odd job what? all the time <laughs> that was so good anyways 
So that would be my number nine is Goldeneye. The below seven Goldeneye. So good. That was a classic. Incredible, amazing game. But my number next one is this one. Number next one. <laughs> yes. You mean Smash Brothers? Yes, the Kirby level. <laughs> That's cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. I think I've only played like one actual Kirby game um, for some Game Boy, maybe Game Boy Advance. I don't remember, but uh, but like this is another one of those songs that's been memed so hard. Like I I've got like remixes of this on DDR that I've played, and um, not like official. They're like fan made mm -hmm, sub charts mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, and of course, how can you forget the uh, the Falcon Punch mashup? Punch, punch, Falcon Punch, Falcon Punch, exactly. Uh, so. Yeah. That Excellent. Was next one. <laughs> that is fantastic. I see. And that's the thing is when I hear Kirby, I don't think of Kirby. I just think of smash Kirby. Right. Really? But that <laughs> is, the, isn't that song actually from the, from Kirby specifically? Yeah. See, and that's the thing. I, I don't know Kirby songs very well, like at all, at all. Cause I've only played like, yeah, I've I only played I a very, very small amount. So anyways. Okay. Here's another one. This is my number eight. <clears throat> and again, this is another one that is probably in most people's top five, but it's number eight for me. So good. And again, this was the first game I played on Super Nintendo because it's Super Mario World. Incredible game, incredible music, and this is like the first level you go to. This is what it is. And I mean, obviously, this music's in multiple levels, but like, it's that iconic first level. Incredible game. Super Mario World. I agree 100%. This is uh, a little bit higher on my list. This one's probably top five for me. Um, so that's our first double. Mm, there you um, go. And I told you earlier that uh, this isn't going to be the uh, last time that I made up words to a song. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another one that me and my friend Tyson, like we just made up our own words to it. And like, like we would like sing it when we weren't even playing the game. Like we'd be walking around playing outside on our bikes or whatever. We'd be singing the song. And I have no idea what the lyrics are even supposed to mean. Mm -hmm. I was probably feeling like self-conscious about being picked on or something. Um, but we made up words to it that goes, it's like, because hey oh papa joe they are making fun of you hey ho papa joe come and beat them up <laughs> nice where does that even come from i don't even know but it's to that dude and we oh, uh, i don't know who papa joe is but you know um just dumb kids making dub songs and for some reason that's just a permanent ingrained burnt into my memory every time the song comes on <laughs> there you go so we got a duplicate so you can play it again if you want to, but you don't have to. Where would that rank? You said in your top five? Top five for sure. Yeah. Not not top three, though, I don't think. Yeah, it's a good one. But, it's really but good. But that was my first Mario game, so hmm. I played the heck out of that. Well, one of the few games that like I beat in its entirety at the early ages, you know? Got it. Makes sense. All right, cool. So what's next for you? <clears throat> All right, this is a good one. What's next for me? This is one of my favorite levels in Sonic 3. And you start the level by snow 
snowboarding. And I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Snowboarding is sonic. You got to jump at the right parts to get the rings and stuff. And uh, this is one of the songs that was written by Michael Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I didn't think Michael Jackson wrote his music. I thought he just uh, performed his music. Uh, I don't know. It's definitely the same, like... Because you, you know that whole thing, right? Like, Michael Jackson, like, composed a bunch of music from huh. uh, Sonic 3. Um, but he goes uncredited. I don't remember why. It might have <laughs> been, like, some kind of controversy or something like that. Maybe they're trying to separate it. But there are some Sonic songs that were later used as, like, the the background of actual Michael Jackson songs. Um, so I forget which one's off the top of my head, but if you play them right next to each other, they're so like obvious. It's really weird. Cause to me, they're Sonic songs. So it's really weird to hear a Michael Jackson song that's got like this, you know, background music of like Sonic. Um, so he's made like, I want to say it's like three to seven mm. songs that Michael Jackson composed on uh, Sonic 3. And I think this is one of them. I love the song. It's so relaxing to me too. Like, one time I was just like listening to it like casually and I'm like, gosh, this is so good. And it's peaceful. Like I want them to play this at my funeral. <laughs> like it's just beautiful. <laughs> nice. That's awesome, man. There you go. Sonic ice zone from uh, Sonic three. Cap zone. Yes. Ah, there you go. Awesome. Cool, man. Yeah. I never beat up Sonic three, so I'm not super familiar with the music from that, but my number seven and a fitting Entry for number seven would be Final Fantasy oh. Seven. Wow, what a coincidence. And the thing I about Final Fantasy Seven is the Final Fantasy music is so iconic across the games. But I think Final Fantasy Seven kind of solidified a lot of the music um, for people that hadn't already because it is the most iconic Final Fantasy game ever made. So I think it, it does the best job of connecting all the music and it's and they also obviously do updates and stuff like that for the music but this music is again gives me chills i love 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 this music so but obviously final fantasy is known for a lot more than just that song right so there's a couple other ones that i have here that i want you to listen to if i can actually get it to pull up all right here we go the battle music. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows the battle music, which is absolutely amazing. We love the battle music. And then, obviously, it's so, it's so good. So good. I never beat Final Fantasy VII, but I did play it back in the day enough for these music to really, like, take me back. It's so good. So good. Okay, and then the last one I'll share with Final Fantasy VII, and again, this should not be a uh, surprise to anyone, but there it is. <laughs> there it is, the victory music after the battle. So good. Love me some Final Fantasy. Oh, Final Fantasy's awesome. got epic music. So anyways, we'll just leave it there. Um, and nice. uh, yeah, so Final Fantasy VII is my number seven. That's awesome. When I was in uh, high school, uh, my senior year, we were required to make a movie in Japanese for Japanese class. And um, I get overly ambitious from time to time. And I went so hard on that project. Like everyone else's project was them just standing in a hallway, like talking. But we had like choreographed fight scenes and background music for every like 
<laughs> every scene and i even mm-hmm. put in sound effects for like the fight scenes of shoo, shoo, shoo. um <laughs> and uh we we ripped a ton of music from like a million different places and uh there's this one scene of our japanese movie where um jimmy um kills a goomba um because that's right i did graphic editing with uh using sprite sheets and stuff so it's actual video of jimmy jumping and then i put like a sprite of a goomba there and it's animated it smash it <laughs> and then after he defeated the goomba we played that the final fantasy end song um and he sang to it i don't know if that's like actually if there's a song to it somewhere but no. <laughs> uh, he was all like oh i don't know maybe there is i've never heard it i've yeah, never heard of that basically so. he's saying like yeah i won you know um so oh, i don't know if that's go. from some place or if he just made that up but uh yeah, so that that bit in particular takes me back. <laughs> nice. I <laughs> love it. Cool, man. So what do you got next on your list? Next on my list is another one from Sonic. I got quite a few from Sonic because I love Sonic. I played that game a lot. Mm. <laughs> you like this? <laughs> oh, it's, it's jamming. Dude, this is like so like anxiety-inducing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe I'm just not a very good swimmer and I drowned a lot. So, you know, there's this concept. If you hear a song long enough, you start to enjoy it. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> Anxiety inducing. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Actually, I'm going to piggyback off of that with my next one uh, because it is very, very closely related. Yes. Whoops. Sorry. I got to start it over. Yeah, it's going to be for the beginning. The Green Hill Zone is amazing. The music is so good. So freaking good, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do this without putting it in my top ten. Such a great song. So nostalgic for me. Absolutely love it. Number six. And see, the thing is, Sonic was always like. And I'm sorry, it's probably too loud. But Sonic was always like the game I wanted because I didn't have a Sega Genesis. So when I went to go over to friends' houses oh, yeah. who had it, like I always played Sonic and it was always Green Hill Zone, obviously, because I didn't ever get to beat it. But such a great game. It reminds me of the, the system I always wanted but never had from the Sega Genesis. So that's it, man. Sonic. I love that song. Green Hill and Zone. is our second double. Exactly. Woo! I knew Sonic would be a double. Yeah. <laughs> I knew um, it would be a double. DJ Searle has this like sweet remix of Green Hill Zone, mm-hmm. and he samples in a bunch of like the actual game sounds and stuff. Like when you hit the, the you know, oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, the different yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah. So I love that song because it's like super hype and it has like all the sounds from the game. That's um, awesome. I love that one. All right, dude. All what's right. next for you? My next one is uh, still an old game, but it's a newer game compared to most of the games that we've been sharing here. Mm. But how can you not have this? Dude, this I I was I yep yep yep. Oh, this was I'm, a triumph. <sighs> I'm making a note here, huge success. It's hard to overstate my. Dude, when this song, when I first heard this song, okay. I fell in love with it immediately, and I studied the song until I had like all the lyrics down. So I have this completely memorized by heart. Oh my gosh! I just love singing it. Such a good song, and I couldn't put this on my nostalgic list because I just played it like two years ago. 
you know i forgot you didn't say yeah that. i didn't play it when it first came out so it can't be nostalgic for me but it's so good that i had it on my list i'm like this is top 10 for sure but then i was like but it's not nostalgic for me so i can't have it on my list but i'm glad you have it on your list because it's is there a word for so nostalgic good. but new mm. nostalgic nostalgic uh <laughs> i don't know i've never heard of a word for that but uh yeah, but this is another one. It's not as new as yours, but my uh, number number five is related to my number six in a way, but only newer and honestly better because it freaking slaps. Let me play it from the beginning. Sonic Adventure 2! Escape from the City. Like, dude, this song is so good. Like, it's the kind of song that I would just have on, like, playing in the car back in high school. Because, and the reason this is so nostalgic for me is Sonic Adventure 2 was my first Dreamcast game. And it's my favorite console of all time. And I'm so bummed oh, yeah. that Sega disappeared after this. Dreamcast was amazing. And Sonic Adventure 2, I loved it. Not every not every level in the game was great. Some modes were a little weird, but there's no doubting, like the music was so good. And this song just hits so hard for me. So Sonic Adventure 2, Escape from the City. Nice. Love it. I only played the first Sonic Adventure, so that one doesn't hit me. Oh, Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, that song. So good. So, so good. You know, uh, <clears throat> when I was a kid on long car trips, you know, you always got to do something to keep your mind occupied, right? So I used to always imagine like Sonic and Tails and Knuckles like running aside for like along with me on the car on like mm. long car trips. <laughs> and they would be like jumping on the other cars and like Sonic or Knuckles could fly, right? So he would like glide yep. to car to car, stick to the back window. And uh, in my head, I called that Sonic's Adventure. And then, <laughs> there you go. and then the Sonic Adventure came out. I'm like, ah, oh, they took the name for me. How dare That's they steal idea. it from my brain? <laughs> That's my idea. <laughs> That's my copyright. That's AOP a paycheck. <laughs> Pay me. All right. Uh, yep. Sonic Adventure. Right. It was such a great game. All the so grinding next... on the rails and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, that was dope. Such a good game. That's the way Sonic should have been. Yeah. Yeah, the grinding was a nice touch. Yeah. Um Felt I had fast a hard because time. you could go fast without needing to control him. You know? Yeah. Like it gave you that full sense of speed as a kid without needing to be good at it. Right. So Yeah, and put lines up with the rings and stuff too cuz Yeah. The hard thing I had with Sonic games when it started going 3D is like I could never get the rings. Like I would run straight past them because there's too many dimensions to Yeah, then when up, you got the you know? ring dash shoes that's when it opened up because you press the button and it like automatically puts you. Yeah. You know, dashes because in. I would just like miss and then stop my speed completely and then go backwards. And I usually had like yeah. do circles like five times to get all the rings. Yeah. Because uh, it wasn't coordinated enough for it. Uh, well, my next one hails from Pokemon, which Ooh. I'm kind of surprised we haven't had any Pokemon yet. I'm not surprised we haven't had it yet. This oh, because it's this is a top count of your list. Down. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, this is definitely near my top. Uh, this is uh, I kind of lost count of my numbers that I didn't have now because we've had a couple doubles. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've skipped the doubles 
because uh, I okay. want to play those again. But this is probably like top three for me. For you. There you go. This is a gym leader battle. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Yep. Good old Pokemon Red gym leader battle music. That is you know, the gym thing... leader battle music, right? Not the Elite Four? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think they might be mixes of each other. I'm not sure. Yeah. This title says Gym Leader slash Elite Four, which makes me okay. Think yeah, 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 both. yeah. Um, or maybe Elite Four is like a little bit remixed. I couldn't remember I if they know. were the same. For some reason, I thought the Elite Four was a slightly different music. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I don't know. Pokemon. So Red. like, I I have this thing where I go to like my favorite like video game songs. I always find like remixes of it of like actual music and like listen to them like casually. Mm -hmm. So there's a really dope like rock remix of this that I have and it is hardcore i don't know what it's called but love that song that's a great one that is a very good one which i will have more of that music to come <laughs> in the future but my uh my number four i believe is this number four i think i'm on number four anyways my next one i believe is number four If you know this song, you're probably seeing the title screen right now with Link riding <laughs> his horse, Epona. Epona? I always call her Epona. Across Hyrule Field, out there in the open. That opening sequence, so iconic for me, so nostalgic for me. This music is incredible. And the thing about this specific game is that it had so much good music. You know what I mean? Like, The Legend of Zelda... Ocarina of Time, and my sound just turned on on my phone for some reason, even though I have everything silenced. Curse you, phone. But anyways, Ocarina of Time is, again, one of the best, um, or one of the, one of the ones that I played the most as a kid. And again, there's more amazing music. Because this game was based around music, too. Because you had the ocarina, and you would play songs in order to, you know, do different things. It was kind of like part of the puzzle. So this is kind of like Princess Zelda's music, right? And then you've got another very iconic one that, again, if you played the game, you will identify immediately. And this one's this one's a little more fun because you run into this towards the beginning of the game. Yep. It's just so good. It's so good. So this is the Lost Woods. For those of you that, you know, if oh, you know, you oh. know. <laughs> but it's so good. To this song? Uh, I don't know if there are any lyrics to it, but you've got, you know, the Lost Woods. And then the last one I'm going to awesome. share, and this is probably my favorite, absolute favorite song from the game. And uh, let's get it to play here as soon as it starts the presentation. There we go. 
Song of Storms. This is actually in the windmill, for those of you that recognize it, but this is the Song of Storm. Or Storms. And this is my favorite music in the entire game. This specific song, but I wanted to play the other stuff because some people may not recognize this if you're not super familiar with uh, the Ocarina of Time. So Th this, this is a game is where amazing. you have like the little flute, right? And you can yep. play the flute with the, yeah. the seasick yeah. stuff. It's called an Ocarina. Or Ocarina. Oh. Ocarina. Hey, Ocarina. I think it's actually called an <laughs> Ocarina. But anyways, great game, great soundtrack, super nostalgic, definitely deserves a spot in my top five. So there you go. The Legend of Zelda, nice. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina. I don't know. However you want to say it. Do you make your own freestyle rap? You'll be Ocarimen. Ocarimen. And then yeah, I did have another one, but we don't need to go to that. So anyways, <laughs> go ahead. Your when turn, I was, uh, so years ago, uh, I visited Hawaii with some friends and uh, we were going to this like uh, this forest by a river just to like go on a hike. And, you know, it was like a big mountain, a lot of trees and stuff. It was really cool. And I had my my music on shuffle. And just by chance, just as we were pulling up to the forest, my music started playing Lost Woods. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so good because it just like felt so right. It like, oh, this is right. Getting us ready for the adventure. <laughs> like, we we're all jamming. Like, just complete coincidence. It was oh, so good. <laughs> dude, that is fantastic. Oh, when life has a soundtrack. Huh? There you go. I know we've been skipping some of yours since we have duplicates, but do you, how many do you have left? Uh, I can do two more. Okay. I'll do one more. I'll give you my number yeah. three since you've got two left. So I'll just go ahead and, and show you my number three. And this one is hands down probably the best <laughs> video game song ever made. In my opinion, this game has the best music of all video games. Freaking Mega Man X. And this is Spark Mandrill's level specifically. Because this one, it, it's it's funny because it's 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 so good. I don't know how to describe it. It just it's so good. The Mega Man X music is like the perfect mixture of like rock with like video game music. And it slaps all of the music. Just hits so hard, it slaps so hard, it's so freaking good. Um and it's 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 every level. Every level. It doesn't matter. You play any Mega Man X music and it's just freaking on point. So good. But this is the one, this is probably my favorite song. Um, and it's really funny because it actually has, there is a video. It's like a, on YouTube, this guy did a video and it's got Mega Man and they uh, have him like going through the level and stuff like that. And then he has like a guitar solo fight with the Spark Mandrill, like the main boss. And they're like doing the, the solo in the middle of the song. So good. <laughs> it's so funny. But anyways, Mega Man X, uh, Spark Mandrill, hands down. Best, the best video game song, in my opinion, best video game soundtrack is Mega Man X. So. It's so funny how like when a song is nostalgic, it just hits differently. It does. And for you, you're probably like, yeah, this it's good, but for me, it's just like right. So like I have hard. no memory to that song, you know. <laughs> so it's just like, oh yeah, it's cool. But like, but no, I I know I have stuff like that too, where like it's not even necessarily a good song, but just because you've heard it so many yep. times in your lifetime, you're like, yeah, Ugh. childhood. <laughs> Nostalgia is like a like a freaking great drug, man. So good, love it. Okay, now we're down to the top two for me, 
and uh, right. whatever two you have left. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily top two, but there's two more. <laughs> Uh, so this next one is uh, another one from Pokemon that uh, you've probably heard quite a bit if you've played the game. Okay. Loading. There we go. <laughs> the healing sound. Yes, the, the healing <laughs> sound. Uh, I'm actually a little disappointed that this clip didn't have the whoop, whoop, whoop whoop first you know for placing the pokemon down but um that's another one i told you i have a bunch of remixes of like video game songs and i've got like a really dope remix of that <laughs> and it's all like voxed up and everything it's like bum 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 like it's all voxed up it's so cool and i i love that song nice um, <laughs> man yep okay cool well that's actually uh not quite we're not i'm not quite i don't know okay so we'll we'll just move into my next one Okay. okay, we'll go into the next one. Uh, great. Now this one will not hit the same for, this is the one, this is the one, man, that I told you about that is probably not in anybody's top 10, top 20, <clears throat> top, top 50. And you'll be like, wait, this isn't a video game. Wait, this isn't a video game. The stage is set, the green flag drops. Rock and roll racing. I love I this game. <laughs> love, love, love this game. I played this so much with my brother. And the music is great because it's actual rock and roll music. Like they licensed like real songs and put it into the game and you would race to this and you would drive around, you blow up the other cars and stuff. And like the announcer, I know I've talked about this game in the past, but so good. This hits so hard for me. Anytime I hear any of the songs from this game in real life, it just immediately reminds me of the video game and i hear the announcer every single time so i'll give you one more uh they've got born to be wild and bad to the bone like such good stuff so i'll play one more here we go so good so good and i just it, you know all the images come back i see the racing i hear the sound effects like you mentioned earlier like with the sonic and stuff like i just hear it so I don't know how much of that I can play because it's actual licensed music. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna stop there. But rock and roll racing, man, that's my number two. All right. Well, we're down to the one. The one. Let's see if you have. The, is this your number one? Yes. Okay. Let's see if it's the same. This is my number one. I don't think so. Um, I feel like our our. Uh... I feel like the, the the veins of games that we play are very different. Like, I remember when we were starting this podcast, I was like, this will be really interesting because we never play any of the same games. Like, we don't know each other's games. <laughs> but that's fine. It gives a little bit of variety. But, uh, I mean, I know you played this game. But anyways, mm -hmm. my number one is from Sonic 2, which was my first Sonic game. Mm -hmm. Yep, the boss music. So good, man. And, gosh, this is so good. And reason it's my number one is probably because it's the one i've heard the most you know because it's the first level the first boss of sonic 2 mm -hmm. and sonic 2 is the sonic game i played the most and you can't save on that game so, <laughs> so you just play you know, it over and over it <laughs> <laughs> you just play the first level over and over again exactly so, yeah. just like me with the green hill zone that's why it's on there <laughs> it's just you hear it over and over and over again that's awesome yeah and the uh um 
I got a really cool remix of this song too by DM Ashura. Mm-hmm. And um, that remix is super dope. And I have DDR steps for it on my DDR machine. So I also dance to this song. Nice. All right, dude. Are you ready for number one? All right, number one. Let's go. We already touched on this game, but you didn't play the song. So I'll just I'll just play it now. All right, play it. Nice. Dude. And this this song is what inspired this topic. Because on TikTok, there's this video of a guy, it's like a ball falling down a screen and hitting like xylophone notes. And it was this song, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like that is so nostalgic to me. Oh the the title screen for Pokemon Red and Blue. And I don't even feel like I need to say that, because if you're listening to this, you should already know that. But such a good song super nostalgic because this was my first introduction to pokemon and this was my first introduction to um like the game boy right and it just it honestly kind of changed everything for me i love this game super good so along with that i will share one or two other ones other songs from that same game because they're all just so good and they're all songs that we've all heard a million times if you played the game but they're all amazing. So the Pokemon Center music, yeah. of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Love it. Spent a lot of time in the Pokemon Center, probably more than I I, I care to admit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you know, and this music is. really remixes really well with the healing sound. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, so we got the Pokemon Center music. Um, and then the very last one that I will share, whoops, I accidentally turned my camera off on you, Will, sorry about that. All right, the last one, and it is from the same game, obviously, and it is similar to your music, Mr. McWilliam, but it's the actual trainer music. This is a little different than the boss music, but, and it's a freaking bug catcher on screen. For freaking Viridian Forest, walking through the forest and finding one. bug catcher after bug catcher after bug catcher. Yep, so very nostalgic for me and the image itself. You can't see it on screen, but yep, that's what it's all about, dude. So those are my top 10, and Will, thank you for sharing uh, your top, I guess not in order, but <laughs> your most nostalgic, uh, nostalgic videos, uh, video game music. Um, it's a, incredible how music impacts, like, the experience. It's so incredibly important, and it adds so much to the game, and people don't even really realize it when they're playing it until you hear just the music alone, and then it just, it's like a whole different experience. So, anyways, I think that's it for us, guys. Will, did you have anything that you wanted to add? um just the pokemon music they're all so nostalgic like uh mm-hmm. when i was a kid i used to like sing them in my head and like link them together like i'd be playing like the intro music and then i will just like seamlessly transition into like gary's battle music mm-hmm. and then for some reason i transitioned that into star wars music because it just seemed like it matched mm-hmm. but, like i would just like <laughs> sing them in my head all the time <laughs> so good man ah uh, i love it Guys, I would love to know what your top 10 most nostalgic video game songs, themes, whatever are. Uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at potionpoppers at gmail.com. 
and uh, we will, you know, take a look at them. And uh, if if, uh, if if there are any that we missed, maybe we'll do a follow up with a, a maybe in a, in a in a future banter intro banter we might touch on some more but anyways guys that's going to do it for us thank you for joining us for the potion poppers podcast um if you like what you heard leave us a review um and i'm probably going to say that again in the in the outro so um shoot us an email leave us a review share us with a friend and we'll see you in the next episode all right bye guys peace you have been listening to the potion poppers podcast if you liked what you heard then leave a review and hey if you want to hear more Don't forget to subscribe and we'll catch you next time.